What's up, guys? This is Manuel. This is Phoenix. And this is Full Drop Podcast. As always, we want to thank those who listened to our last episode, you know, like the retro episode, and it went it went all right. So, yeah, we want to, as always, like I said, we want to thank those who uh, are always tuning in. We've been kind of uh, taking a little vacation with uh, our posting and stuff like that, but there is so much to come in April. Cannot wait. Yeah. Yeah, big things in April, and uh, yeah, definitely thank you for uh, listening and um, you know, showing support. It, I had fun with the retro episodes. Definitely, you know, fun talking mm-hmm. about um, kind of things we were into, and um, you know, all the artists and all that stuff. Um, but kind of getting into t- uh, today, uh, what's been going on with you and uh, business and just you know, life and shit. Life and shit, man. Life's been rough, honestly. It's mm. just um, what's it called? Like you know, well, we obviously spoke about it um, before the episode, but. Um, it's just you know business business side has been all right it's been it's been steady to be honest but you know like we we were talking about how you know certain t- certain stuff you know gets your mind out of other things and stuff you love so i think right now i'm starting something new and i'm getting you know more into it and getting back on the grind and my og stuff that i used to do because i remember when i first started i was like well not when i very first started but when i started like you know getting the ball rolling i was mm-hmm. killing it with pre-orders and selling shoes and that kind of slowed down with you know as you progress and stuff comes in your life and stuff like that but honestly right now i'm gonna just uh, honestly i'm gonna just say i'm gonna kill it for the summertime in the year i'm really trying to get things rolling again and getting back to what i was doing there you go and you know uh from what i saw you know first of all you know when you get off you know people you know sometimes you get off the grind you know um as a business you know you're still an everyday you know person you know living life and everything so um, there's always going to be moments, you know, that you fall off and kind of like, kind of take a, you know, vacations or, you know, little, you know, breaks and stuff mm-hmm. like that are needed because it gets your mind cleared, gets you back into everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, definitely that's, that's just the movement all summer 19, you know, going into Hell fall yeah. everything. That's, you know, definitely. it's time to kill it. Uh, I know. So I did see that you're doing pre-orders on the Travis Scott ones. Right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm doing those for uh seven fifty and if you're looking at if people are looking at bulk buys, I can work with price with that. Like, you know, it's obviously if you're gonna buy more than one, I can uh work with price. But I'm excited about those. Oh yeah. I'm gonna pick up a pair for myself. I already know that. Definitely. But um what do you think about those? Yeah, I think those are you know, definitely a really dope shoe. Mm-hmm. Um like I said before, I think it would be better as a fall shoe, but that's just nitpicking on shit. But yeah. Um I think you know, as far as like with your pre-order goes and stuff, I think it's a really good price because yeah. people, um, you know, when people see like, oh, because I feel like a lot of people as like consumers and stuff don't understand like the pre-order business and stuff. Mm. Um, so like if you see a shoe retail for this price and they're like, you know, why is it this price? Because people like there's a market for things. Yeah. And so, you know, say like with the price you're going with, you know, I, I bet this shoe is going to start around there, but it's going to mm. go up. Yeah. So like why not secure your pair and then be able to, you know, know you have the pair when all these, it kind of takes me back to like the pre-orders of the Sean Witherspoons, you yeah. know? So we're like pre-orders, a lot of people are doing like 300, 400. It's a fucking $1,500 yeah. shoe now. Like Actually, let me pull that up right now because I still have that. And I literally shared that on my, right? on my, what's it called? Like, it's just, you know, with pre-orders and stuff, people, you know, you get that secured pair. And that's yeah. definitely what really, uh, you know, matters. Uh, if you really want the shoe, it's, it's definitely, you know, something I would recommend. Um, I know for sure I'm gonna be looking into like like the Jordan fours, the breads. Like mm-hmm. I, I definitely need those. Like everybody wants those, yeah. dude. Like every everybody I know wants those. Um, one like wants those. Uh, what's it called? 
those Fords, and it's just they're a classic shoe to yeah. be honest. Like, and it's like, why not pre-order it and that yeah. you know save you know save the kind of time and effort to go get in and everything, you know? Yeah, and, th- and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just I don't know, dude. I, I can't find it, but oh, I did screenshot it. I know that. Yeah. Um, what's it called? So, that was my thing. Was like, I was taking pre-orders for I think it was like three fifty or four hundred dollars. Yeah. And I had I did have like people say, Oh, that's like that's too much. They're not gonna go for that. Off the bat they weren't that low. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when they released they weren't that low. And then like they started going up steady, mm-hmm. five, six, seven, yeah. and now they're like what you said it was like, like around a thousand, right? It's like eleven yeah. Eleven, that, yeah. Eleven or something a little bit. Like, you know, if you look at that, it's like man, like I bet those people are wishing yeah. they would have pre ordered then because And that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I try to be as fair as I can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I try and be as fair as I can with price. Obviously, I'm not going to charge people for pre-orders, like, $100, $200 over retail for a shoe. I know it's going to be sitting. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to pre-order a shoe for, like, $100 over retail, and then they'll go in the mall the next week, and it's fucking sitting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, my biggest thing is I want to be able to offer that exclusivity, but there's going to be a, a, a tag to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not going to be cheap, but I also am taking pre-orders for shoes that you know like 20 maybe 30 a little over retail Mm -hmm. you know so people can actually afford them or stuff like that and like i just want to be you know kind of like i understand you can't please everybody but i'm trying to i'm kind of trying to do that you know what i mean for sure but yeah like what's been going on with you with the business yeah so as i mentioned uh you know we were doing the photo shoot and everything like that so kind of yeah can announce it now that uh so actually we're shooting this on the 31st of march um, so Sunday, but tomorrow, Monday, April 1st at 11 a.m., we're dropping the Spring 19 uh, collection on the website, riseagainvintage.com. And basically what I'm trying to do kind of from here now forward is basically um, kind of pick out some items. Generally, it's going to be around like 30 or so mm-hmm. um, that I feel like are just, you know, something sick that I can put and have like a curated kind of selection for people to kind of choose from and buy um, on the website. And so every single kind of thing will have a lookbook it will mm-hmm. have you know like we'll do a photo shoot um then i'll drop a lookbook and then we'll have the actual like release of things and you guys will be able to see the model shots how you can kind of put foot uh fits together because a lot of times with vintage some i feel like a lot of times people don't know like oh that's a piece from the 90s how can i put it with uh you know fits from today and like it's it's possible man like mm-hmm. i mean look at I mean, yeah, look at you. Uh, you know, you got the Mickey T-shirt on. You got the Yeezys going. Like, you know, you can you can mix, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of styles and eras together, you know, when you're, um, you know, dealing with fashion and that vintage fashion game. Uh, you know, so, yeah, uh, Rise Again Vintage, it's going to be uh, riseagainvintage.com tomorrow, uh, 11 a.m. That's when we're dropping it. Um, a lot of really dope T-shirts. Uh, you know, we'll have, like, the Destiny's Child wrap tee on there. Mm-hmm. We'll have... Um, you know, some bulls tees, you know, just, just a lot of, you know, really great things. I do want to give like a huge shout out to, uh, Fogel, uh, mm-hmm. from Fogel photos. Uh, he's one who did the photography and like just killed it. Like, you know, for what, you know, what he's doing, man, he's, he's really killing it. Um, and then also shout out to Layton and, uh, Marcos, uh, yeah. for, you know, being the models and everything. Like, um, they're the homies and definitely, you know, appreciate everybody that, you know, is a part of that. And, um, yeah, really excited. I always like doing those photo shoots and stuff because you can see how people. Because mm-hmm. what I try to do is like have like the models, for instance, like just pick out what they want. Like mm-hmm. instead of like saying oh, like you gotta wear this or whatever, and like so that was them picking out the t-shirts that they would wear. 
and so it's it's really dope to see and i'm yeah i'm really excited about this that's dope i wanted to also talk about like upcoming events that like we'll be a part of what we plan on attending mm-hmm. is there anything this year that for sure you want to attend or any like events that you've heard about that you're interested in going to yeah so uh you know this summer summer is always event season yeah. so in the summer there's always uh, sneaker events and stuff like that so um confirmed for two so far so the first one is july 27th we got culture shock uh dmi mm-hmm. um ran by uh you know richard randall and then uh, the guys from illa so alan and justin and uh they're putting that on at valor ballroom so it's gonna be you know sneakers vintage music arts they're kind of just trying to bring everything together for des moines mm-hmm. um so you know excited about that so i'm definitely going to be there and then was that july 20 the next week august 3rd i'll be at the fake expo in omaha um mm. uh, ran by the homie rod so that's gonna be really dope that's gonna be a great weekend because two days before that your boy's going to wu-tang in oh. uh, council bluff so that's gonna be sick yeah. and uh yeah but as of right now i think the summer you know those are the two confirmed but i always like to do those sneaker events because you get to meet you know different people in network and showcase mm-hmm. you know what you're all about and everything so what I about f- you i feel like those oh I'll, before we get into that, i feel like yeah. those um smaller events are usually the ones that are the best yeah because i've been to sneaker con and then i've been to like the more smaller events and mm-hmm. i feel like the more smaller events are really where you know you click with people yeah. you actually have conversations with them and it's not just about hey like you want to buy this you know etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah and even with pricing like look sneaker con is it's it's great and all but like the prices aren't great mm-hmm. you know what i mean and, and i've i've seen that like a lot of people i feel like they'll say hey i want to go to a sneaker con and get you know some deal um steals and deals and shit but in reality like a lot of stuff is marked up mm-hmm. and that's why that was when i went to my first ever sneaker con i was like what the fuck like it's a game changer because yeah. you see like and i understand like stuff stuff is obviously selling so i understand why people would mark it up but you go to other like small events and their stuff is market you can even like that's where you find the steals and yeah. deals so yeah but um for this year I've been looking at, I wanted to go to Chicago Sneaker Con, but I've heard so many rumors, and I, I feel like those rumors are true, that there is not going to be a Chicago Sneaker Con yeah. this year because of Complex Con. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've heard that too, and uh, which sucks, because like, yeah, my goal is to go to a Sneaker Con this year also, and mm-hmm. like, the closest one to us now is Denver, and that's happening at the end of April, mm-hmm. which is like, I don't know if I'd be able to make that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... I don't remember when they announced Chicago last year. They had already announced it by now. By now? Yeah. So, like, I mean, if, yeah, if they haven't announced it by now, then I don't, yeah. I think it's because Complex Con, they, they made their event, like, around, kind of around the time when, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Chicago Sneaker Con would normally happen. And um, from what I heard, and, like, it's it's no diss against Sneaker Con. I mean, to put on an event that big every, you know, year from all these different places, it's definitely, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I couldn't probably do it. So, like, um, I just heard over the years from Chicago, like, the, uh, the original, like, kind of sneak runs, where they were doing that, to, like, even last year that it changed and, like, it, uh, the vibe was kind of different and mm-hmm. it just was, it was smaller. It seemed like not as much people showed up. Um, I know people were still eating. Like, I know people, you know, like, that were there. But, like, um, yeah, that's the, maybe that's why they just saw, like, kind of demographics and they're like, you know, maybe we've done Chicago too much. Let's go to, because I think this is Denver's first, isn't I it? I think so. Yeah. So, like, you know they're going to denver that's the first time like you know they probably want to do not get stale and go to the same places yeah. that people are expecting so they didn't um, go to new york this year either no and a lot of people were pissed yeah i wonder yeah. if they're going to do it towards the end of the year maybe but i mean 
they're going i mean what they got denver then you got dallas then you got the bay that's only three that are confirmed right now yeah. so like and we still got a lot of the yeah. to go to so we'll, we'll see i, I mean, think shanghai yeah yeah shanghai they said too yeah i mean i guess if you're trying to decide between chicago and shanghai I'd probably choose shanghai because like uh i know the sneaker game out there is fucking crazy yeah. so like people buy out there too because um it's pretty cheap out there you know as far as like the dollar conversion i think from us mm-hmm. i want to say but yeah it's uh, it's definitely crazy it's it's i feel like every place you go to because i went like i said um i i took a little vacate to um chicago uh, i think it was last week mm-hmm. yeah and um seeing it over there being from iowa it's well i was i was born in georgia but like you know growing up here and um what's it called like over there it's a game changer mm-hmm. this the, the city is obviously much bigger there's so much like it's overpopulated in my opinion but um like there's some i feel like everything is oversaturated over there Mm -hmm. and like you go to the mall here and not everybody's wearing jordans and you know there's gonna be some people wearing jordans you know yeezys maybe but you go over there like i went to the mall every single person i saw was wearing jordans yeezys babe supreme and Mm -hmm. i'm just like you go to iowa and it's not you know i mean like people aren't wearing it obviously people wear it but not like to a certain point like that mm. and then they have like you know a whole bunch of sneaker shops and their prices are marked up a lot but then again i feel like they're obviously in business so they're obviously selling you yeah, know what i mean for sure. but like you come to iowa and like we don't have that type of stuff so i feel like we haven't even scratched the surface in my opinion mm. like the way that you know like there's so much growth that we can yeah. do here it's just if people put in the work and you know again like if people support locals mm-hmm. yeah i think it'd be definitely that's why this like like the upcoming event like the culture shock event um you know definitely people come out and like support and um you know because those like you said the smaller local or the smaller events Mm -hmm. like the you know are definitely the most fun because you get to it's not as big but there's Mm -hmm. the diehard people that are there that you know support and will you know kind of love what you're doing and everything and I, yeah that's why like i do want to do one sneaker con probably this year mm-hmm. i don't know which one um but um i want to do more lo- like kind of not local but like you know more events that are smaller too so mm-hmm. um yeah definitely it's going to be a lot of fun i know don't you have um so something with the fashion with dmac yeah or something like that so we're going to be sponsoring the fashion show with dmac and nice. i think it's going to be a good experience and because i went I would last year to their fashion show and I liked it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got that going on and then some stuff planned for the summertime. Um, also like you were talking about the, um, NASCAR tees that I was yeah. doing. Oh yeah. I'm going to be doing those, um, here soon. Those should, they should be done and everything by next week, I believe. Nice. And, um, yeah, but I'm doing a really limited run on them and, um, I'm doing them in both in black and white. We'll be doing them for 25 bucks has tags and everything. So it's going to be really dope. And I liked, uh, I, w- I want to shout out uh, the homie Layton for um, designing the logo. I told him what I wanted and, you know, the the image that I have, and he just executed it. Hey, to be honest. Shout out Layton, man. He's, yeah. been, he's been killing it for oh, us. Yeah. Like. He's been killing it, man. So a lot of people like the design. I did some stickers for it. Everybody's been hitting me up about, you know, wanting a T-shirt and stickers. And so it's gonna it's definitely going to be dope. But, yeah, um, I wanted to get into today's episode. It's going to be basically an episode about today in sneakers. So how how the game has changed and you know sort of that thing um i wanted to get into music first so the new knob album bad habits dropped what do you think about it yeah i like it a lot i'm actually a big uh Nob fan you know um 
just something about like his flow mm-hmm. you know it's it's kind of it's very new age but like it just you know i don't know it's, it's a good driving like he's a good driving artist to like listen to and everything yeah. um i love uh the, you know his features on there are really good he always has like good features but price on my head so far is my favorite song it's with the weekend yeah. um definitely a really good song uh there's a couple other ones but even him just rapping alone i i always like too yeah i feel like he's one of these artists that are like he he's known i mm-hmm. mean like i think even right now he's like number like a lot of his songs are like in the top like 20 charts on yeah. like apple music for instance mm-hmm. um so like he's starting to get known but like even back to like his you know original songs that he dropped and like um you know f- just being on futures and stuff like that uh i've always liked him and i feel like he really hasn't put out like anything terrible like mm-hmm. i haven't listened to a knob song i'm like you know that's that's trash bro i'm not yeah. listening to that so like yeah, definitely excited to see. I think this could be the album that really propels him into like the next level. Yeah, not saying like he's like an A list, you know, yet, mm-hmm. but like it propelled him into like people knowing what he's about and everything. Yeah. Um, for me, talking about features, I was really disappointed when he did the song with Travis Scott. Oh yeah. Like that feature was like, at least in my opinion, it was whack. You know what I mean? Like I love Nav and I love Travis, but I feel like they could have done something better you know mm-hmm. what i mean they could have they could they could have came out with something that would really was dope like you know obviously i can't really compare nob to drake but when drake and travis did sicko mode like yeah. that killed it yeah and i feel like nob and, and travis could have done something like that but i don't you know i, I was kind of disappointed about the song it was it was a good song but just the the, the timing in the future that uh nob had i was just disappointed yeah, with sure uh what do you like speaking of futures and stuff like that i know like there's a lot of artists that you know i feel like they live or die by like the future and like uh-huh. their their tracks and stuff like that um as far as like their albums go and people look for that um but then you have like artists like j cole who don't have any features yeah. is there one that you prefer is there one that you think that um when you're listening to music do you look for like who's featuring on the album or do you look for like the actual like songs and like the artists um it's a little bit of both to me to be honest like i would like how do i explain it so I understand why people do features, and I, I, I truly think that sometimes people do features because, you know, like, it obviously is going to drive their supporters to support them yep. and stuff like that. But then, like you said, there's J. Cole where he doesn't have any features. That's, like, if you if you don't have any features and you're killing it like that, yeah. you're, you know what I mean, you're right. doing something right. So I kind of look for a little bit of both. I love when, you know, artists collab because, you know, like, the whole Meek Mill and Drake thing when they had beef and then they came together, squashed mm-hmm. it, and then they came out with, like, a song. Like, yeah. that song killed it. Yeah. So, I mean, I always like to see a little bit of both. What about you? So, I, yeah, like, I like, the, I feel like there's a place for both. Um, one thing that I, so I like, you know, that J. Cole hasn't really mm-hmm. had features in a lot of, um, he's been on tracks lately, which mm-hmm. is, like, every single track that he did was, uh, you know, banger. I mean, he was on like Twenty One Savage a lot. He was on Trippy with Anderson Pack. He was, he's then he's done some like you know different ones too. Um, like he was on a, a the soundtrack for Creed Two, mm-hmm. uh, which is like an R and B song, but like he was in it. Um, but then you have like one thing I think is funny is like you have like Travis Scott with um, with Asteroid, mm-hmm. where like he had features, but he didn't name the features on the, the yeah. songs. Like he just put the, the the title name, so you didn't know. Like, if you were listening, if you didn't read, like, everything on the internet and shit, mm-hmm. like, and you were just about to listen to the album, like, everything was a surprise. Like, I remember, um, I didn't know Drake was on sickle mode. Like, I listened to that when it first dropped. Like, that's what I didn't read about it or nothing like that. So I was listening to all, the, you know, these songs and shit. And, like, Juice World goes on there. And then you got 
uh when sickle made came out and drake i was like oh shit like you know he's on there and like uh yeah it's really so i like that part like i feel like more artists should do that um there's not one i prefer like i feel like if you're looking at like kind of you know testing a rapper's skills then like don't have any features like because you can really see how he spits bars because it's different from like you know spitting bars than having the next person come in and you know do their thing but um no i like it i kind of like so you remember i don't mind dj khaled's albums and stuff but like if you look mm. at yeah like if you look at hit that's too many features like yeah. i don't like no i don't like i get his idea and shit because like i read his book like, it was very random but like i read his book and he's like i wanted like to bring everybody together and just make like you know music and great music but like if you have like eight artists in one song it's kind of like you're not even getting like you're getting like little teases of like what this yeah. artist can do like I mean, I, I like DJ Khaled and the fact that, like, you know, he's been killing it and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like, I have respect for him, but, I mean, I don't, I, I get it, like, you know, you have all these artists, you know, trying to bring them together and make hits, but I just, I don't know, I feel like, w- what happens if, like, you know what I mean, like, what would, what would DJ Khaled be without that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, like, that's not to knock what he's done and what he's doing, but, like, really looking back at it and saying you know what i mean because i've seen videos and stuff like that like when he was really spinning like you know Mm -hmm. spinning records and stuff and like i don't know like i i love that he did that and you know he's obviously made a lot of money from it and stuff like that but i feel like he can do something more you know like you know by himself he's not a terrible producer either like i've heard some like tracks and stuff that he's like kind of worked on and then um, yeah, so, like, reading his book, like, going back to, like, Miami, like, that's when he was spinning in, like, uh, Miami and everything, like, he, he was a pretty good DJ, um, but, yeah, no, I think, I think overall, like, the futures and stuff, mm-hmm. um, I th- there's a place for it, and yeah. it definitely really can uh, help out an artist, um, so kind of switching gears to here, uh, you know, locally, um, one big thing I know that's coming up this Saturday, um, you got Teller Banks, he's a yeah. local, uh, you know, artist here. Uh, and he's going to be promoting the release of, uh, I think, his album or, like, um, kind of uh, some tracks that he's doing mm-hmm. um, called The True and Living. Um, it's going to also the concert. It's going to be at Volvo Muse. I think that's how you pronounce it, mm-hmm. um, downtown in uh, Des Moines. Uh, Space is going to be there. Nova is going to be there. UVT is going to be there also. Um, that's this uh, upcoming Saturday, April 6th. I want to say it's like nine o'clock or something like that but mm-hmm. uh, tickets aren't that much guys so definitely go out and like you know if support you're local, local here and support local um i think i'm off this saturday so i, I might I yeah might go too, to uh, we, might, we might have to slide through and kind of go there um but yeah it's i mean i've seen i've seen a lot of these guys perform like you know um especially at culture like they were there yeah. too and like dude i love yeah Culture-Con, they can kill dude. it man like yeah i yeah they definitely kill it and uh the whole like deadstock team and mm. teller's really good um we actually so he came through to illis and mm. i was here and like we were just talking and shit and um you know he used to live in colorado and shit and you know he came over here and um he's definitely a really good guy so like i like to see you know kind of how he's gonna you know kind of go and everything yeah. it's, it's definitely gonna be good uh yeah dope dope yeah i love that i see that's what i'm saying like i love stuff like that and i i feel like there should be more local support to mm-hmm. be honest not just in music and fashion but like anything else to be honest because yeah. that's i feel like that's what iowa needs is more like a local push and even we were talking about a little bit when we were off air like about how all these malls are starting to close down mm-hmm. and like a lot of corporate people don't see that hey why don't you bring in like local shops mm-hmm. and stuff like that to try and get business in i feel like a lot of corporate stuff is just like yeah. you know it just it's corporate yeah. 
It's they, like, why not, yeah. uh, you know, have local... One idea that I think would be super dope would be, why why can't we have, like, a local, a, a big local, like, kind of music event that would be at Wells Fargo Arena? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, why not? Like, I, I don't see why not. Like, I feel like if, if you have enough support, like, mm-hmm. through Des Moines, if Des Moines supports their artists enough, like, why couldn't that happen? Like... Um, I think I think that'd be really dope like yeah like just support in general from local is definitely needed especially when you're trying to you know really push and mm-hmm. kind of showcase what you're doing I think yeah like like you said it, it's something that would be dope to see mm-hmm. I feel like one day we're gonna get there it's just it's just what are we doing to get there you know what I mean yeah. so yeah um, I want to I wanted to switch up things and like get into sneakers um I wanted to discuss the sneaker game today. So, like, what do you think about, like, like the platform StockX, Go, and stuff like that? So, I feel like, kind of, when once when I first heard about, like, StockX and, mm-hmm. like, Go and everything, I thought it was dope that you could get, like, a sneaker, you know, like, any, for the most part, any sneaker you could think of, it, you could get it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm like, that's dope. Like, let me buy this sneaker here. Let me, let me see you have to pay a little bit more and stuff because mm-hmm. um, you're not going to get steals and stuff because it's a market. Um, so you're paying like, you know, market price, even a little bit more over market um, for the sneaker. Then I found out like, shit, I got to wait two weeks for this sneaker yeah. and stuff. And that's, that's what I haven't personally bought from StockX or Goat because that's what threw me off was like, I have to wait like two, two and a half weeks for my sneaker and like all this stuff. And, you know, like it's not the patience of everything. It's more the thing of like, well, I'd rather go buy from someone local and like mm-hmm. just get my sneaker. And feel, like, and that's the other thing. Like I like to feel like, and like look at my sneaker because there's sometimes where pictures can, you know, kind of, um, show a different color than what it is. Like the infrareds that came out this year, like yeah. all the pictures made it look like it was that's the actual exactly red. What I, was yeah, saying. So I like, remember we actually went, uh, we met up cause yeah. we were going to look at some stuff, um, yeah. some vintage stuff. And I, I was like, hey, do you want to see him? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. I pulled him out of my car. And you're like, what the I know, fuck? bro. Like, it's, it's, what yeah. is this? How, what are we doing? Highlighter over yeah. here or something? Like, pictures, <laughs> pictures are yeah. so different, bro. Like, And that's why, like, that's my main thing. And um, But as far as, like, I don't want to, you know, diss on everything. So, like, uh, the the benefits of, like, the StockX and GOAT and everything like that is, it's the same thing, what I just said. If people want, if people are okay with waiting, like, you, you could get any sneaker you can think of and, um and you know the market of everything you get to see what kind of everything's going for and you can decide as the Mm -hmm. seller um what you want to price everything at and like say the market's 400 for a certain shoe you could decide if you wanted to sell it at 380 and kind of get it moving or like you know everything like that so uh there's definitely benefits to everything and i i do like that all this all those things like go Mm stock x they started from nothing like and look what they're building into like go got i don't remember the amount but they got like a shit ton of money invested by Foot Locker. one million dollars didn't flight club buy goat or something i don't know not goat buy bought flight yeah go but there you go look yeah. how so if you started from some you know nothing into mm-hmm. fucking buying flight club which is like one of the you know biggest kind of sneak everybody knows flight club yeah. so like that's that's huge and stock x getting invested from um what's his name dan gilbert mm-hmm. from he owns the uh, cleveland cavaliers in the nba he invested into StockX and now has a, a big share in StockX, and like you know those things are you know Crazy. i bet they never thought that that would happen so StockX and go is honestly like the success of a small business into a major corporation like yeah. that's that's what i i respect that bro like that's that's definitely um one thing that i was curious on so as you know somebody who's in sneakers right now in today's game and 
you know, deals with these things. How do you feel about like kind of how is it affecting you in StockX and Go and stuff? Um, it affects me. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it, it affects me tremendously, but then at the same time, it doesn't. And what I mean by that is here I can buy a shoe, right? Locally, I'll get it for retail, whatever it might be. And then I feel like a lot of people, because you're going to have two types of people. People who have the money, have no problem with paying that extra, you know, to get the shoe in hand. Hmm. But then there's other people who will be like, you know what? I don't want to spend that much money. I'll wait to save, you know, $10, $20, whatever it might be. Order it off the StockX and go and then wait those two weeks. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it you just got to find the right buyer. Like, I have people who have no problem putting on a couple of G's to get you know a couple pairs of shoes on the release date you know mm -hmm. what I mean but then there's other people who will hit me up and then say hey like how much are you charging for them I tell them the price they're like alright like thanks a lot they'll order it from StockX and they'll like wait those two three yeah. weeks whatever it might be but I like the fact that you know we can kind of look at we have like sort of a market to look at mm -hmm. but then again I feel like sometimes that really isn't the market what I mean by that is there's sometimes where like especially a lot of these younger kids because I'm, I'm 19 I'm, I'm still young you know in a lot of people's eyes and like I've seen kids my age and even younger they'll get money from wherever it might be their parents that you know they've been saving up they'll buy shoes that they're gonna try and flip and since they don't want to go and return them to the store or they can't return them to the store they'll sell on stock X mm -hmm. And they'll just sell it for under market, just get whatever they can back out of it. And that kind of ruins it to those people who are actually trying to build something off of it. You know, those shoes are trying to make money off of it. And then, like, all these kids are selling their shoes for under retail because, or not even kids, but just, like, anybody are selling their shoes under retail because, you know, they kind of have buyer's remorse or, they're like, they're like, crap, these aren't going to move. I need money ASAP, mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. But that's just going to happen. You know, that's yeah. just how the game is is right now. Is like there's a lot of people, young and old, buying shoes. They're, they see other people are, like, making a lot off of it. Maybe, like, JC, you know, all these entrepreneurs that started from nothing. They're trying to get into it, and then they see, oh, wait, it's not how I thought it was. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just sell all these shoes and try and get something back. And then, you know, that, that the market fluctuates. Yeah. And a lot of people look at that. Like, even when I went to SneakerCon, everybody was pulling up StockX. Literally every single person. Oh, but StockX has them for this. Oh, but StockX. And then you have to, but people don't understand, you have to wait two to three weeks to get your shoe. Mm -hmm. At least in Iowa, you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know where other, other any other places are, but every, like, I've ordered from StockX before and I waited two and a half weeks to get my shit. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm impatient. You know, like, I don't want to do that. And I was, uh, a JC actually, JC from Urban Necessities made a video and said that he feels like one day StockX is going to be like the Amazon for shoes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it kind of is already, but I'm at least in Amazon because we've ordered stuff from Amazon, mm -hmm. um, and like we only had like we could overnight it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's the next step. If StockX can can find a way to do that, it, they're gonna kill it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If if it gets to the point like yeah, if it goes to the point where like you can get your shoes in two days, but then there's like the negative side of that. It's so if these people are legit checking seekers and also mm -hmm. having to ship out their shoes in two, I bet the percentage 
of uh, you know sneakers uh, fakes that you know, fakes they're gonna get sent out. I know um, I forgot the the guys the StockX's uh, the CEO CEO's name. It's like yeah. Josh or Jason or something, something. like that. Um, but anyways, uh, he was saying on full size run, he was saying that basically that their success rate's like ninety nine point five percent or something yeah. like that. Uh, but I mean, first of all, if you think about it, like 0.5% of how much shoes they probably ship out of the day, that's still a lot. But yeah. that, he said, that's not all fakes. That's like, you know, different things, damage boxes, all that shit. But, um, if you're trying to pull into the two day shipping, like think about how much that probably percentage would I go think, down. But that's the problem because I think they don't have an actual stock. No. You know what I mean? So they don't hold any shoes and say, okay, you know, someone just ordered like a normal yeah. store would. You'd have to send the label of priority yeah. to whoever the seller is. Make sure it's an overnight thing. So they'd probably, with the money they'd be spending on shipping, they would probably, they wouldn't lose money. I mm. doubt it. But like, it'd be a big risk. Well, in my opinion, I'm like, why not have stock? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to have all of it. Like all, you know what I mean? But why not have stock? But the problem with that, I feel, is that you you wouldn't be able to view stock market as a stock from sneakers mm-hmm. because they can basically price it at whatever they want to price it since they have the shoes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I think that's the problem, and I feel like that's why they don't do it, is the fact that if they, they're going to basically turn into a store. You know what I mean? Like, every store is going to have their own price. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking at stock X because... They don't have an actual stock market. The people who are deciding the prices are the people who are selling the sneakers. Yeah. So if stock X decides to go on another route and say, hey, we're going to actually, you know, like have actual physical sneakers of our own, they can basically fuck with the market, whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if they want to price a, a shoe that's uh, that would usually go for $300 to $600, they could do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like that's the only reason why StockX hasn't done that is the fact that if they start doing that, you can't really look at it as a market because they can basically fuck with the market. Well, you know, they can do whatever they want with the market. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then talking about that too, about, you know, I, I mentioned JC from Urban Necessities. What do you think about the big, big deal that he did with American Eagle? Yeah, so if people didn't know kind of what the deal was, basically he struck a deal with American Eagle. Um, it's going to basically help him get more stores across mm-hmm. the country. And then the flagship store, which is going to be in New York, um, is partnered with uh, you know, with American Eagle yeah. and everything. And um, I know some people said that's selling out and everything, but why? How, how is that selling out? That's no. my question. Um, I think as a small business owner, if... I had the chance to, you know, market my company across the country and open up all these stores and everything. It's like, why not? Like, yeah. uh, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, would you rather have two stores or 10 stores, you know, and trying to, I, I get the, like the part of like going with a corporation and that, you know, maybe some people think American Eagle doesn't understand, but the demographic's still there because I, uh, the demographic of like people who shop American Eagle are young. Like mm. there's not... So a lot of times with sneakers and stuff like that, your demographic's going to be like probably 18 to 30, 35 or something like that. So that's who shops there. So that's actually, a, you know, a good deal on that side. But as far as the sneaker part goes and everything, um, the consignment across the country and kind of like that, I think that's going to be kind of an odd thing to kind of look at. Uh, but the overall kind of deal itself, I think that's huge because it's putting small business owners, uh, you know, sneakers, the consignment and everything mm-hmm. like that on kind of the mainstream and uh i think it's going to be really good for 
uh, sneakers in general and then just himself like that's awesome like you know mm. to be able to work on that deal and do everything i watched his youtube video of the uh the new york opening yeah, and everything and like you saw like i mean like he literally cried in yeah. the video bro like you saw like you know that probably was a huge moment for mm-hmm. him so definitely shout out to him and shout out to jc but yeah like for me uh, i didn't really understand it at first like i was like what is he doing with american eagle and mm-hmm. then i read more into it and i found out what it was and it's a smart business decision like he said it in an interview before that he wanted to but because i think he's about to turn 40 this year or next year mm-hmm. he said that by 40 he's gonna be done like he wants like obviously he's still gonna be the the owner of urban necessities and you know have to do with all the big uh decisions and stuff like that but he said like for the past couple years he's been at the shop every day he's been um he's been doing business and dealing with sneakers every single day and of course with that comes you can't go to family events you mm-hmm. can't you know go to this special occasions and stuff like that so and he didn't one big thing was that he couldn't be a father for his daughter so a lot of people don't know that he has you know um a daughter and everything but like he said that once he turns 40 like that's when it is like that's when you know he's done mm-hmm. he's obviously still going to be in the sneaker game and stuff but he's not going to be as active in, mm-hmm. in, in the shop so I think that's 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 why I feel like this American Eagle thing was a big deal for him mm-hmm. because it kind of like closed it off for him yeah. like, where he feels like you know he can step off and he has his, his whole team that he trusts yeah. and stuff I feel like, like that. that's the the his I feel like that's his you know one of his goals but mm-hmm. like as an entrepreneur isn't that almost everybody's yeah. entrepreneur goal to get to the point where you can sit back mm-hmm. just write the checks and then still you know maybe go in once in a while and stuff mm-hmm. but basically live your life while your business is you know doing and mm-hmm. keeping intact and people are you know killing it um you know for you and i think that's the major goal that you know or the major thing i should say that a lot of people don't understand is like that you know he he did something that is gonna you know help him get to where he wants to go and that shouldn't be something that because i i saw a lot of i mean like you know there's always trolls on the internet and stuff but there's a lot of comments that are like Oh, he sold out like all this stuff, and it's like it's not selling out, bro. It's people it's, would if those people that are trolls and stuff. If they got offered what Jason got offered, they <laughs> yeah. would take it in a fucking heartbeat. I know. I'm saying so. I mean, there's always gonna be trolls, no matter what. Mm. And no matter how big you get, if you blow up, if you're doing everything for like community and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you're always gonna have people who are gonna hate, no matter what, for whatever reason. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, um, since we're in the topic of sneakers, I wanted to talk to you about a couple of sneakers that, um, are gonna be coming up. Um, here soon. So the Candy Cane 14s, we have, um, I, think, I believe, I want to say this is uh, an older, well, yeah, it's obviously the older release, mm-hmm. but um, what do you think about these? These will be releasing on the 6th of April. Oh, I like them, man. Like, um, I know they're dubbed the Riff Hamilton uh, PEs, but I, cause I know he did play with them. Riff Hamilton was a really good player. He played for the Bulls for a while, and I'm mm-hmm. a Bulls fan, so respect him on that part, but um, hated him when he was on the Pistons. That's a different, <laughs> that's a different, that's a different uh, conversation. But uh, no, the Candy Canes I always liked. I'm not a huge 14 fan because I always mm-hmm. felt like they're like super boxy. Um, besides like you know the last shots, but mm-hmm. that's just because of the history of the shoe and everything. But um, no, I mean they're dope. I, you know, if I had a you know kind of cop or drop or whatever, you know, it's, it's gonna be a drop for me. I probably wouldn't grab them, but um, I I could see them sitting because it's not something that's you know I yeah, doubt a lot of people at. are looking at and yeah. everything. So. If you guys want them, you're definitely going to be able to get them. So yeah. That's the, what about you? Um, For me, it's a drop. I mean, not a drop. I should say it's a cop. It's yeah, a cop, for cop sure. Cop drop? Or... Uh, cop <laughs> drop, maybe. But uh, 
but uh, it's definitely a cop for me. I had him already, but my pair was pretty beat up. So, you know, I was like, yeah, I kind of like it, kind of don't. But I'm glad that they're going to be re-releasing them. I'm kind of upset, though. They call them the Rip Hamiltons, but, you know, official images have already leaked. And it's nothing showing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing shows Rip Hamilton. So, I don't know. It's I guess they just wanted to, you know, have maybe, maybe fans of Rip Hamilton are going to yeah. buy it, whatever. I don't know what they were thinking with that. But it's a dope shoe for me. I like the bulkiness to it. I know mm. a lot of people hate 14s. You know, they say it's ugly, whatever. I personally like them. I like that, you know, chunky kind of feel and mm. stuff like that. But, yeah, those are going to be dropping on the 6th. Another release that I wanted to talk about is um, these uh, Crimson Tint uh, Air Jordan 1s. Uh, have them in hand right now. Uh, they're pretty dope. But I'm kind of... I don't know. I thought they were actually going to be like a pink pink. Mm-hmm. You know, like the rust pink ones. Yeah. It's a som- like a, you know, a salmon color and stuff like that. And the material is really good, though. It's plasticky around the, uh, the toe box. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, like the black part of the leather is really, really soft. Yeah. What do you think about them? You know, same thing with the pink for me. Like, I don't know. It looks like uh, it looks like like skin color yeah like skin like, tone yeah. like that nude type yeah but like i mean it's dope but like you said the black kind of part of the leather is nice um mm. it's like they kind of want like a tumbled leather but then a little bit stiffer yeah uh you know it, it's definitely something that oh, i don't even know oh that's dope comes with green laces too. green laces okay yeah. well i mean i'd probably rock it with the green laces that'd be fun yeah um but no i mean they're dope i mean every jordan one that you know they're, they're starting to come out with you know it's it just seems like they're like let's put a black kind of mid mm-hmm. and then let's just do a different color mm-hmm. like and i'm like i'm not seeing kind of like the the concepts going and everything yeah. like that and uh i mean i guess if i had a copper drop i would cop those i don't i mean size wise like i'm sure they'll have um is that that's men's sizes also right yeah yeah so i mean yeah i would cop those i'm, I'm a one guy so if i had to choose out of the two i'd, I'd definitely cop the ones but uh i wish it was just a little bit darker like the arctic orange like yeah. i love that colorway Ooh, a lot yeah. like they should do something with that especially with the summer coming mm-hmm. well actually talking about ones um those uh reverse shutter backboards mm-hmm. well not i can't say reverse shutter backboard. Shutter shutter backboard, backboard 3.0 yeah, 3.0 yeah um uh, releasing in October. Oh yeah. What do you think about those? Oh, I'm copping those. Bro. Yeah. Like, that's that's Halloween game all <laughs> yeah. time. Like that's yeah. Those are dope. I like those a lot. Um, I regret. I've owned Shatterbark for the 1.0s. I've owned them twice what? in my life, bro. And I sold them both. And like I re- I regret it mm-hmm. still to this day because like. R.I.P. Uh, man. Yeah, man. So <laughs> my first pair I had like I wore it to death, and on the heel there was like a scratch, like and you know like with that material that was on the back, like it was really you couldn't like it was just scratch. So. Yeah. I sold them, and then um, I think I used them to, like, that was back when I was reselling sneakers. I just used it to, like, buy some sneakers and flip them and everything. But the second time was, like, when I sold my sneakers, like, my collection and everything. And that was the last. It was funny because that was, like, the last sneaker I sold. I sold it at Iowa Souls, so, like, mm-hmm. that day. Um, I sold it, and, like, I still regret it to this day. Like, I sold it for $400, and look what they're going for today. Like, I mean, the market then was, like, five or 450 but I was just, like, trying to you know trying to make a quick buck to be you know start all this and everything mm-hmm. but like yeah no i regret it i i still yeah like but the 3.0 is uh the black and the orange like that's gonna be sick like mm-hmm. that's gonna be probably a shoe yeah that's definitely on the top of the list i also wanted to talk about the seattle tens i'm not sure okay if you know which yeah. Ones there yeah are. um they haven't released they never had a retro yeah 
So I feel like, and and then even because talking, we were talking about StockX. There's not a single pair listed on mm-hmm. StockX at all, and I'm just I'm really happy that they're coming out because right now like pairs, if you want to buy a pair, they're up in thousands. Yeah, like they're super super. That whole rare. city pack that released, you know, yeah. like that people um, are they gonna do the whole city or just Seattle's? Just Seattle. I yeah. Mean. So like I mean those are dope and like the, I remember the Sacramento pairs and mm-hmm. um, you know tens in general like they're such a simple shoot but the colorways are you know definitely dope. dope and. Um, no, if the Seattle's like if they officially come out, like the official images, can't wait to see what they're gonna do with yeah. those. Same thing with retros, always just you know kind of get that leather you know right and everything, yeah. and will definitely be good. Um, oh, uh, the the Yeezy uh, the clays clays were a problem. Yeah, yeah, a lot of everybody <laughs> wanted them, man. Like, and I don't know, I feel like I I don't know if they're gonna go up or down really, but I just feel like because I know a lot of people cooked on a couple sites, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Yeezys are kind of... I'm just tired uh, of V2s, yeah, man. Yeah, V2s and all this shit. I think the only reason why people wanted them because it was an exclusive US. Yeah. But if, like, I would see... I could see them all going for fucking retail if yeah. they would have, you know, like, been available oh, worldwide. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if they're available everywhere, people wouldn't be as hyped on them and shit. But, you know, like how they did it with, you know, only only people in, in you know, China got them or whatever mm-hmm. in the US and stuff like that it's it's just i don't know i feel like it's just a marketing thing like obviously yeezy and adidas saw that they were falling off yeah so i feel like that's why they they're did like that. let's release that limited yeah. pair and uh you know do that but no i think so kind of wrap up like the you know with the sneakers and everything i feel like you know even with the yeezys and everything mm-hmm. like today's sneaker game is really about what's the hottest sneaker mm-hmm. where the collab mm-hmm. is going you know like what collab's the hottest right now and uh oh one thing i did want to kind of touch before um artist collabs like how do you mm. feel about those like you know we got travis we got there's so many art fucking asaps i think still signed to under armor um there's artists yeah you know? <laughs> yeah i don't know if there was an actual deal and i know full size run uh you know kind of uh mentioned that and if there's a deal if there wasn't a deal mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. i don't think they did have a deal i think it was just like you know one-time collab mm-hmm but um, I I like it. But what I don't like is when shoes come out with like a name behind it, like oh the Travis Scotts or mm. you know they have a big celebrity behind them, and then that celebrity doesn't really have a say or like to do anything with the sneaker. Oh yeah, it's just more about hey I collab with Reebok or whatever mm. it might be, and then they don't even really like the shoe. They don't really fuck with it. Mm-hmm. It's just like. I don't know, like... Does Cardi really yeah. wear Reeboks? We don't know that. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's just... I, I feel like if an artist is going to do it, like... Or at least if I was a big-name artist, I would want to collab with the brands that I actually wear and I actually fuck with. Mm-hmm. Not just to say, hey, I collab with Reebok or Nike or Jordan brand. Yeah. I want to collab with the brands that I really fuck with and be a part of making the shoe. And yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nope. I love the uh, I love the whole Sean Weatherspoon yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Because he actually, like, the story behind it and stuff like that. And I think it was cool that Nike gave a reseller a shoe. You know yeah. what I mean? They gave him. It's just crazy to me. Oh, and um, I know, like, if you look at, like, Kanye and the whole. Mm. So the whole, like, kind of thing when he left Nike and everything, he mm. felt like he didn't have the creative kind of outlet that Nike was giving him. He couldn't design, like, the shoe fully and everything mm. like that. And you, you look at him, like, with Adidas now, like, at least, you know, even though they're releasing, like, every fucking colorway of the V2, like, you know, this is all, like, part of his, like, idea and everything. And so, 
uh, you know, I, I think it is dope that, you know, artists kind of have this collabs. But like you said, like, as long as they get the full, like, kind of, like, I think if when you look at the shoe, like, of the artist collab mm-hmm. and you don't see the artists, like, you know, in it, then, yeah. like, that's what's annoying. But, like, if I look at the Travis Scott one, I know those, that's Travis Scott right there. Like, yeah. you know, he'll, I could see him rocking that. I could see him making that. Like, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely yeah. really dope. And talking about collabs, I wanted to talk about our homie. Uh, Miller from uh, Human Clothing and his uh, BB Simmon collab oh, belt yeah. that he did. Like we're looking at it right now, and this thing is just fucking like amazing, uh, crazy. I was talking like, to him. Yeah. When, yeah, I was talking to him when he went. Um, he went to LA over last week or whatever, and kind of you know saw on all this and uh, wrote like to see it in hand. Like this shit's crazy. Like it's just it's just nuts. Like to see something like mm-hmm. you know like that and just kind of the collabs and stuff like that's the bro that's what's really needed man like yeah. it'd be dope to see more local art, um you know clothing brands stuff like that kind of collab with different things and to uh, a, an accessory with that like a belt like mm-hmm. i would have never thought of like a belt like i you know usually people collab it's like a t-shirt, t-shirt or something or like something. that but no this belt's sick like and i know like uh, bb uh simon simon yeah um he uh you know he, he's that's what he's about is like mm-hmm. jewelry and stuff like that because um after miller announced that i started like looking at his page and everything and uh yeah he's definitely all about that and it's it's cool to see i mean like you know he miller you know he's from here so mm-hmm. like it's cool to see like he you know flew to la or you know went to la and like collabed with somebody mm-hmm. that and that's kind of the whole point is like having these local people and then bringing us like des moines onto a national span like that's a national move right mm-hmm. there like that's that's something that's going to be you know really cool and uh it was a very short um you know kind of i think they only made 12 but like yeah. bro, like you know it's the, a fucking sick yeah guys, it's sick man Sh- shout out miller shout out my homie miller man but yeah um that's gonna be a wrap for this episode uh we talked about sneakers clothing music and um i want to talk about who we're interviewing next and you know who we have on uh planned for this month maybe a little bit and stuff like that so yeah if you want to talk about that um yeah, so uh, with our interviews next, uh, you know, this upcoming month, we got April going on. Um, you know, stay tuned definitely with uh, kind of who we're going to interview, but usually we're going to try to be able to do uh, two interviews a month. Uh, our next interview will be this this upcoming Sunday, so, uh, you know, definitely we'll announce that this week and we're really excited about it. And uh, I think, you know, you guys are liking the interviews, liking, you know, kind of, but, you know, we definitely like doing this as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, hopefully we can get some really big names, you know, for you guys. And yeah. that's kind of, you know, going to be a fun goal of like seeing who we can get and kind of talk with and hear their story and everything. Dope. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm excited for this year, man. I think we're going to kill it for sure. Yeah. And, uh, we like, like I said, we appreciate all the love and support that people have been showing us. And, you know, it's, it's dope that there's like, we have local support from mm-hmm. a lot of people and not just, you know, like, Oh, whatever. They're starting their own podcast, mm-hmm. it, but there's been a lot of support for us. Yeah, definitely. That's going to be a wrap for this episode. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. We do have an interview next week, like I said. Um, we're going to, you know, uh, later this week, we're going to say who who our special guest is for the week. Um, as always, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Anchor app, Google Podcasts, and we do have an other um, um, platforms that you can listen to us on. You can follow me on my personal page. It's at 99manny. My company page is at 99 underscore N-I-N-9. You can follow Phoenix. Yeah, you can follow me. Uh, my personal page is going to be R-A-V Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix is spelled just like the city. 
Uh, you can follow my shops page at Rise Again Vintage. Uh, that's on Instagram, Facebook, all that. Um, and then you can follow us at Full Drop Podcast on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Um, and yeah, that's uh, been another episode of Full Drop Podcast. Definitely thanks you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Peace.